What's up, what's up, Set Apart Women? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Wellnow, and I'm excited to talk to you about battle preparation today. I'm reading excerpts from my book, Holy Revolution, finding true satisfaction in a life set apart. You can get it on Amazon, but look, this is for you. This is about you. We are in a war right now, good and evil, in war right now, and there's only one winner, and I wanna be on the team that wins every time, and his name is Jesus, our leader, a great victory. And so I hope you're encouraged by this. And in the meantime, please visit setapartwomen.co and come to our Battle Ready Conference October 7th and 8th here in Fort Worth, Texas this year. It's going to be phenomenal. We want to see you there. This is about you encountering God. This is about you meeting with God. This is about you knowing how real he is, getting the assignment and going, like being set free, going, whatever it is you need, we believe God has. And we are just creating a place for you to encounter him there. So we want to see you and we want to, we want to link arms with you. We want to know your name. We want to hug you. Come on, bring your friends, your sisters, your aunts, your uncles, your grandma, your auntie, your little ones for 12 and up. It's going to be epic. We love you so much. And I will talk to you soon, but let's hop on into battle preparation. Women of God, let's get battle ready. What's up, what's up, set apart women. Let's talk about battle preparation. Dun, dun, dun. I wrote about this in my book, Holy Revolution, and I love it. I think it's really amazing and profound, or I wouldn't have written it, but it has nothing to do with me (laughs) and everything to do with God. For real. Listen, the battle's often won because of the hard work and discipline that was put in between point A and point B. The victory of the revolution is won because of the character that is forged in the fire, the hours spent learning from mistakes, the moments of choosing God when your flesh was screaming another option and oh, so much more. In this battle that God has called us to, many of us will find that because we were faithful to keep fighting the great, the great, the great fight of faith with God and not give up, the battle will be won. He always wins. Plot twist. It's in the word of God. We already know you won. And listen, if you want to be on the winning team, all it requires is your heart being fully and completely turned to him, right? Let's talk about this. One of my favorite quotes ever by John Maxwell. When opportunity presents itself, it's too late to prepare. This is one of those quotes that has totally impacted my life. My friends, Audrey and James, they shared this quote with me after they had attended one of his events. And I know it's not scripture, but it does line up with biblical principles, and it really struck a chord within me. It reminds me of the parable of the ten virgins. Many of us have heard this parable, and I encourage you to go read Matthew 25 and meditate on it if you haven't heard of it. Every one of us is on a journey right now with the Holy Spirit. He's preparing us as a bride for the bridegroom, and when he comes, it will be too late to prepare. In this parable, five of the virgins had prepared oil in their lamps, an extra for the journey, and the other five were not prepared and ran out. Five were trying to live off of other people's oil and did not realize they needed their own. Let that sink in. How many times do we live off of other people's oil? Whether it's listening to a sermon, attending a well-known church, an encounter someone had with God, I could keep going. These things are not bad, They are great, but our personal intimacy, history, and love with Jesus is far weightier. Are we having our own true storehouse built with God when no one is looking? Are we paying the cost of preparation to maintain oil in our lamp for every journey ahead? 
We're all storing up oil right now. Whether we realize it or not, everything we take in is part of our baggage and storage for the coming days. It's often in times of shaking or course direction from the Lord that we discover what type of oil we have stored up. Is it doubt? Is it rebellion? Is it hope? Is it faith? Is it toilet paper? (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Trigger for everyone in 2020. God has one oil for us. It's an oil within that can only come from the filling of his great love. And it is unshakable. It is also very personal for each of us. No one else can pay the cost for our oil. Only we can collect this oil with God. Therefore, the journey is necessary to help us learn, grow, and become the very bride he is longing to return for. The journey teaches us how to keep oil in our lamp. If you sign up for a bodybuilding competition, you wouldn't go on stage if you had not prepared for the event, okay? When you sign up to be part of his holy revolution, when you sign up to be part of this battle, right? You are signing up to embrace the journey of preparation and discipline to face each opportunity ahead. This is the same with following the Lord. At all times, we are to be ready for him and preparing our hearts for every yes to God along the way. Opportunities are coming our way, whether we are prepared or not. There are going to be opportunities for promotion and how well we are stewarding this current season will be reflected in the future season. There will be persecution and accusation coming our way. So is the word of God and the love of Christ stored up in you so that you can pour out the blessings instead of reacting with something other than him? People are hurt, lost, and broken, and they will stumble into your path. Are you praying for God to prepare you for those moments so that you can know how to encourage the person in front of you? There will be moments when the sick will need healing. Have we stored up the word in us to know what God will actually do, what he said he will do, so that our brothers and sisters can recover. Revival is coming to the church and outside of the church. Are we storing up scripture and adoration for Jesus so that when it comes, we're able to help bring in the harvest of souls so hungry to know him? So many opportunities are coming and what we store up now will shape our reaction to these moments in the future. You get my drift? This is so powerful. And I wanna, I wanna talk about revival for a second. Talk about being battle you know, preparing for battle, I wholeheartedly believe that revival is true Christianity. I believe it's what God intended before the fall. I believe revival is a heart fully turned to God, believing his word, walking in his word, loving him, loving others, obeying his word, delighted and joyful. The joy of the Lord is their strength no matter what happens. I believe that is revival in a person. And I believe revival in a people that we would see break out that people refer to so much is a group of people who are so on fire for him that they can't help but bring in the lost, the hungry, because they are so madly in love with God that they can't help but tell the world about it. Living the Great Commission. Right? Am I right? Can I get an amen out there? And look, I just, like, I grew up in a church where men did everything. Women weren't allowed to do anything, okay? They just weren't. They weren't allowed to do anything. And it was so interesting to me because I just never knew women could preach or even do what I'm doing now. And so it wasn't an option to me, but everything I dreamt of doing was similar to what I'm doing now, but I just never saw a woman doing it. And I just want to say, women, this is not for men to do. This is for you to do as well. To go into all the world, making disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey God's word, 
knowing that Jesus is with us until the very end of the time. It's just, what are we doing, you know? And let's talk about preparation for a second. When God tells you something, you got to buckle up that spiritual seatbelt because there's possibly a journey of preparation ahead. And Lord willing, we will be faithful during that time to hold on to him and let him prune every branch that isn't bearing good fruit along the way. Is God real enough to you to trust him, to obey him, and to go? Is he that real to you? I mean, this is how real God is. God is as real as, even more real than me speaking to you on this podcast. God is so good and faithful. And when we do this, when we buckle up and let him prune us and say yes to the journey, we will bear even more fruit in the next season. If God calls me to lead, people will be eating fruit from my life. And I want my fruit to be pure, holy, and righteous. I want people to know him by the fruit in my life. Therefore, preparation is very important, pruning and all. You know, I remember my book was just a promise in 13 years in the making before it was published. My preparation for the book, man, it was me falling, getting back up, looking at God, getting distracted, then repenting, looking at him, just to find out that looking at him is really the most satisfying place to be in all the earth. (laughs) And I was so grateful that I didn't write that book back then that I didn't throw it together when he spoke it to me right that when God spoke to me I didn't just go for the end result but that I said God okay how do you want to get there what do we need to do to get there will you prepare me to get there right I'm almost positive that nothing in that book would have pointed people to the man Jesus but every single thing God says and invites us into when it looks like nothing like the dream you've painted in your own heart is for a purpose And he doesn't let any season go to waste. And if we truly keep our hearts turned to him in every season, then we will bear much fruit in those dreams when they do come. And so I want to encourage you to steward what God is putting on your life well. To be disciplined, to show up and do it when nobody's looking. If you can do it when nobody's looking, it'll be 10 times easier when people are looking. Because if you start doing it for people to be looking at you or when people are looking at you, it's really... Man, I just am so grateful for all the hidden seasons, like for the work that's been put in. And when I say work, I mean like me dying to myself and letting God do the work in my heart and in my life so that I can love people well, right? So I could serve people. Look, I'm not starting some women's ministry so I can be a leader on the earth and do whatever and tell people what to do and just do it. No, I'm stewarding something God gave me. I'm serving women and I learned that from serving other people's visions that God called me to serve from not jumping in and you know trying to become an itinerant speaker or whatever and you can't even become an itinerant speaker it just happens I know this sounds crazy I don't like God will open doors only he can open when you're following him you don't have to push open a door to get somewhere right and so many of you have experienced this and I've learned that it's not about me myself and I right and I think that's a that's part of the battle I want to say that I see us facing the most um, in our society. In Philippians 2, 3 through 4, it says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of the others. I've met people and also been this person myself who was so immersed in me, myself and I, that I couldn't even think of others. I was praying for myself, fighting for myself, thinking about myself, talking more than listening. The list could go on. 
The moment I looked away from me and began to serve and pray for others, I felt a weight lift off of my life and discovered that I was made to pray for others when they are not around. I was made to pray for hurting people with love and encouragement. I was made to find out how I could help those who need help. When we stop living for us and we begin looking outside of ourselves, a whole other dimension of our nature in Christ is revealed and it is amazing. We discovered what we were made to be and to do all along. It's to serve. At the end of our life, well good, well well good, well done, my good and faithful servant. I found immense joy in serving people, even when I wasn't where I hoped I would be in life or in the position I desired. Serving others helps us discover the heart of Jesus even more and keeps us from being so self-invested. It can be really draining making life. I it can life is draining when it's about me. I will say that right now. I would encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit where you can serve in your city, your church, or the community around you. Ask him if there's a specific family or person you can sow into through prayer, someone who needs help throughout the week. This is a posture that shouldn't stop even if you became the most powerful person in the world. Leadership is serving. It's not dictating and being the person everyone looks to because you're powerful. And anytime we're promoted by heaven, it's because we've served others well and stewarded what he's given us well. So if you are promoted in some lovely way in your job, community, or dreams, do not forget to keep the heart posture as one who serves. Say it with me now. Serves. It's wonderful to always be ready to clean the toilet and encourage those who are cleaning the toilets themselves. Reach out to the people you're leading and ask them how you can be here for them in this season. Ask them how you can pray for them or give them prophetic words. We can do nothing on our own when we choose to follow him. Our will becomes the will of the one who sent us. And in that, we find ourselves serving the hell out of this world, literally. Right? Anyways, I could just keep going. I'm excited. And I just, I really believe, I, I want to close with this part um, of my book. Low-key, I've been reading parts of my book, talking to y'all. I just, it's called Battle Preparation, this chapter. And I just read parts of it because I think it's so important and the war of persecution, like we're in a battle right now. This ain't no joke, okay? Signing up for Christianity isn't this cute, perfect little, okay? It is a war of persecution on this earth right now to be a Christian. And it is inevitable. As we move forward in our journey of building with God in this battle that we've been called to, that persecution is going to come. Anytime you stand for something that is pure and radiant, as I said earlier, there will be people who do not understand. They will tell you in very unique ways, too. Persecution allows us to experience the truth that Jesus is our everything. When you begin to experience the hate and the accusations that come to those who are walking with Christ in this season, it will forge character that can only be forged through experiencing what Jesus also experienced. This character will be forged when we choose to respond and live the way Christ did as our holy example. We're walking into days that are darker than before in the natural. However, we get to see even more of the glory of Christ as we grow in maturity to persevere and be who he's called us to be. In Jude 18 through 19, it says, They said to you in the last times, there will be scoffers who will follow their own ungodly desires. These are the people who divide you, who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the spirit. There are Christians and unbelievers without the spirit who will begin to bring even more division in the church. And we will get to experience the extending mercy to them before judgment. I used to be a Christian without the Spirit. 
and it's taught me to be able to love and come from a place of understanding why someone would lash out at me. I myself used to assume a lot about others and tell them off before ever asking them for understanding because there's a possibility I'm wrong. The shocking part of this is that most of the time when I would react to someone rather than ask them what they meant by something, I was wrong and I wasn't hearing their heart. Jesus did not fight with weapons of earth. He walked in humility and love and allowed God to defend him when most of us would fight to defend and justify ourselves when we are misunderstood. But learning to be hidden in Christ as he is our great defender will be one of the most beautiful ways to experience his love. His kindness is what has led each of us to repentance time and time again. Therefore, I've recognized in times of persecution from others that I can come in low and remain kind because anything other than that will put fuel to the type of fire (laughs) that I'm not meant to burn in. I encourage you to read the tiny and extremely short book of Jude. It's a powerful revelatory book on walking with mercy and love toward those who do not yet have the Holy Spirit. I've never been more misunderstood and had posts taken out of context than I had in the year 2021. Every single person who has accused me has never reached out to hear or understand. And it grieves my heart because I'm so relational and I love people so much, but it's also taught me to live the life Jesus preached about in his word. I don't see the levels of earthly accusations and persecution letting up moving forward, okay? I definitely see an increase. With that, there's also an increase of experiencing the glory and love of Christ. There's a political spirit that is always right and only wants to win, merging with a religious spirit that is filled with law and neither have mercy within. It will be important for us to remember that we are not against flesh and blood. Our brothers and sisters are not the ones we are at war with. We all have been extended mercy when we didn't deserve it. Therefore, how much more should we extend it to others when we've been wronged? Please, please be quick to forgive and ask the Holy Spirit to fill you with love for people who do you wrong. This is such a powerful tool as we prepare for every battle. Patricia King calls it the love war when we're persecuted or come across someone who triggers something in us. We must discover love in these places. Keep your heart pure before him and allow him to correct you. If you respond with hate, also be quick to apologize when you are wrong and repent before the Lord. Humility, prayer, and loving our neighbors are the true weapons of this war. So I just want to encourage all of you as we get battle ready there's so much more in this chapter you can go get it holy revolution on amazon but we are throwing a conference october 7th and 8th for women because we believe god and it's called battle ready we believe god is raising up women right now to link arms um and to go and to go and to go and to go together you're not meant to do this alone right now you have the holy spirit so you're definitely not alone (laughs) but in the natural he wants to give you friendships with other women to run with them, to be empowered and encouraged, um, to spur one another on. And we want to gather with you. God's doing crazy miracles. So go to setapartwomen.co to get your ticket now for October 7th and 8th here in Fort Worth, Texas. And just know that you're loved. And I just encourage you to be prepared when opportunity comes, whether it's good or bad, it is too late to prepare. So get prepared by diving in his word and falling madly in love with Jesus. If you aren't madly in love with Jesus yet, I just want to encourage you to ask Holy Spirit, would you come, would you come fill me with a love that is so incredible that I've never experienced before for Jesus. I want to fall madly in love with Jesus. Holy Spirit, will you show me, will you reveal Jesus and his heart and his nature to me? And then when you fall madly in love with Jesus, you say, Jesus, will you reveal the heart of the Father to me? Because Jesus leads you to the Father. It's an incredible exchange. 
And all you need is your time. Read his word, fall in love, be consumed by his word, and fall in love with him and watch what he does. And it will prepare you for everything ahead. And the best preparation is not just reading his word and being in prayer as you minister to his heart and listen to him, but it's also obeying him. He'll take you places that may seem scary, that may seem epic, that may seem whatever it may be, but only he can take you there and he wants to, but he's not going to force you. So I just want to encourage you to be battle ready, prepare for the opportunities now. Um, And I just pray in Jesus name that the Holy Spirit will come and fill you with um, that you do have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a mind to understand what God is saying, and that you would, you know, oh man, that you'd be so compelled to go spend time in his word, that you'd be so compelled to go pray, that you'd be so compelled to go worship, that you'd be so compelled to just listen, write down what he says, and obey, that you would pray for other people, that you would serve them, that if there's anything, if you've made yourself an idol, or your dreams an idol, or your, you know, whatever it is, that God would reveal this to you, and that you would turn to him, that you would repent, and say, Lord, forgive me, for making this about me. I lay this down. I put myself down on the altar and I turn to you and I want to follow you. Who can I serve? Who can I love? Who can I pray for? And yes, just be blessed in Jesus name. Amen. I love you guys so much. I hope to see you in October. Candace and I would love to see you and I will talk to you soon. In the meantime, go follow us on Set Apart Women on Instagram and we now have a website, setapartwomen.co and that's where you can get your ticket to our conference called Battle Ready. We have our friends Patricia King, De Havilland Ford, Briskilla, Zina Neary, and Brandy Belt, and Philippa Boyens, and me and Candace, and we're so excited. We cannot wait. Oh my goodness, the worship is gonna be amazing. We get to exalt Jesus together. True worshipers, oh my goodness. Okay, let's just, I could keep going. Come join us. This is about you encountering Jesus and him touching you. We're just making a place for that. So come, come, come. See you soon.